0: AM 1170, The Answer.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.
2: <laughs> Welcome to The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Because I'm
3: T-A-L- I'm dynamite. TNT. And I will not
1: fight. TNT. I'm a power load.
4: TNT.
5: Watch me explode. <laughs> well, good evening and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. I am absolutely thrilled to be here with you guys tonight, especially since I've got my voice back. I kind of lost my voice about a week and a half over the holidays. and But you know what? True to, true to uh, good timing and wonderful blessings that have bestowed upon me, I got my voice back. And speaking of blessings, I am so blessed to be able to share this time with you all here coming at you from the amazing studios here, AM 1170 Studios here in San Diego. Sharing this hour with me. Among everybody out there who's watching on Facebook Live, love you all. Thank you all. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And thank you to DJ Carrot Sticks.
6: DJ <laughs> Carrot. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, what it is a new year, and it's a new Andrea K show, and of course, so we had to have a new DJ Carrot Stick sound yes, effects.
3: updated. This is awesome, I'm, and I'm so stoked to be here with you. I'm ready to wake up San Diego and them, get them hyped up, and ready to go. We got the interim elections coming up, so you know.
5: That's so. right. You know what? It's it's I I'm excited because I've I've been here Tuesdays at 6 p.m. for a while, but what is new? And what's new is that I'm going to be here every day from six to seven p.m so everybody's going to get... There's going to get be, yeah, a daily dose of dynamite on the drive home for San Diegans. And so I'm super excited. And because I am live 6 to 7 p.m. every evening, it's a wonderful opportunity for me to get to know more of you and actually to hear from you. So we are absolutely live and going to be taking your calls all evening tonight and every night. If you want to be a part of the show, there's a few ways to do that. Of course, first of all, everybody's already chiming in on Facebook live. But we want you to call in. Write this down not if you're driving don't don't write and drive but it's 888 344 1170 that's 888 344 1170 of course uh, you're, if you're driving in your car you're listening to me on AM 1170 but there's also a variety of other ways for you can you can listen and I'm going to keep you abreast of all those ways throughout the hour one of which of course is Streaming on the internet at am1170theanswer.com. And as you stay in touch with me, whether you're calling in or whether you're on social media, because I'm I'm daily now, it's so much of a great opportunity for me to um, expand my content and and everything. And when I started doing the show a few years ago, for those of you who don't know me, um, I started doing the show because I am passionate about uh, my my passionate about this country, passionate about my conservatism. I am a constitutional conservative, and I'm a Mark Levin conservative. I read his book, Liberty and Tyranny, and he called upon conservatives to get involved. He said the left had taken over our education system, had taken over our media, and he called average Americans to get involved. And I decided to do what I'm passionate about and share my show. But I I wanted it to be more than just sharing my own personal opinions, which I do. I wanted to reflect you all and all my friends out there in social media, my friends out in the world who didn't have the time or the opportunity to do this. And so as I do the show daily now and I have an opportunity to expand what I'm talking about here, I wanted to reflect you. That's one reason why I wanted to take calls because I want the show to be me sharing my views but also it being a conversation with you, sharing what's on your heart and what's on your mind, what you what you're thinking about, what's important to you, what topics resonate to you and give you an opportunity to express that yourself. So again the number is 888-344-1170. Um, What are the hot topics of today, though? Uh, um, I got to give a little history, though, I I feel. I'm not going to go too far back, but I got to tell you, um, there was a movie that came out in 2012, actually, and it was called 2016. And it was a brilliant movie written by one of my favorite people, Dinesh D'Souza, who's actually going to be on the show in February. I talked to his people yesterday, and he's about to go do a movie. But he did this amazing movie called 2016, in which he predicted that at the end of an Obama presidency in 2016, we would have a militarily and economically neutered America. And here's the most important part. He said, in combination, and this was very strategic, we would have a Middle East under the sure control of radical Trump. Islam. And that was a really important aspect and goal of the Obama presidency. And he was going to achieve that through a few ways. He was going to achieve it by, and which he did, overthrowing of Egypt and funding the rise of the Muslim Brotherhood. Of course, overthrowing Gaddafi, which involved, at the time with Libya, gun running to Syria, which ended up costing the lives of Americans in Benghazi and the cover up there. It involved him pulling out of Iraq and saying, you know, that we didn't need to be there anymore, which is what gave rise to ISIS. Of course, there was the crappy red line in the sand in Syria that he didn't observe. But more importantly, and this is just a short short list of things that President Obama did in order to give rise to radical Islam across the Middle East and the world, he enabled and empowered and funded the world's largest state sponsor of terror, and that was Iran. But this wasn't the first time that a Democrat had actually done that, had actually empowered the rise of radical Islam and the extremist and the, the state terror the world's largest uh, sponsor of state terror, and that was the Democrats. What was the start of all of the the, the rise of radical Islam? It was a Democrat, Jimmy Carter, who allowed the Shah to fall back in the late seventies. And what almost immediately happened after that? For four hundred and forty four days, Americans were held hostage. Have
2: a question or comment?
5: And while we had a Democrat president do absolutely nothing, that's really where the war on terror started. So then you fast forward, and since that time, for decades, good moderate, if not modern, Iranians. I live in a neighborhood where I'm surrounded by Persians who fled after the Shah fell, and they still have family there. I know that there are people there that really want democracy. If if nothing else, they certainly want a moderate version of that country. They're not on board with this regime that is that teaches their children to, t- to scream and chant death to America every morning in their schools. This is a regime over there. They took American hostage for a reason. This is a regime that says and has stated that their goal is to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. And what did Obama do? Obama gave them the means to do that. $1.7 billion in cash that he laundered to get over there, as well as as well as well giving Hezbollah and their illegal drug running and, and all, whatever Hezbollah was doing on all their crimes, gave, gave, turned a blind eye to that, gave Iran, what, hundreds of billions of dollars? Because, of, supposedly because of, well, paying them back for something, I don't even understand what that was about. In 2009, the good people of Iran protested, and, and Obama turned his back on them. There were women being beaten and brutalized in the streets, and he saw it, and he did nothing. Of course, we, you know, the, the, the hood's been lifted off to the, the phony, you know, the party of women Democrats. We know, we know who really stands with women, and it's not the Democrats. We now have an opportunity. They're protesting again. Why? Because there's a new leader. The leader of the free world in 2009 turned his back on freedom and turned his back on people who wanted freedom. And we have a new leader of the free world who says to them, the world is watching. And on top of it, he's putting other people on notice like Pakistan and others. Um, You know what I said? I wanted to open it up. And we we actually have a caller. And so I want to go to the phones. We have Eric who's calling in. Um, and he wants to talk about Iran. Hey Eric, welcome to the Andrew K show.
1: Hi Andrea thank you for having me.
5: Well thanks for calling in so I was just kind of going on a little rant about Iran what, what's your what's your position on this because some people are telling me today look they're not fighting for freedom over there in Iran you know what they just want to replace one version of Islam with another. how do you see it? are, are they fighting for freedom well, and why should we care?
1: Well I think we should care first off but at, there's more important, things that we need to care about than iran um one thing is north korea uh is iran really a threat to us right now uh
5: well let me let me interrupt you there they they caused the death of more americans during the war in iraq than anybody else they are the largest state funder state uh state funder of of terrorism in the world so yeah they're responsible for taking lives
1: you're right. You're right. But let me ask you, we cannot take more bites than than we can chew right now. And the most important thing is is this crazy guy in North Korea. Mm. That's my opinion. Not Iran. You know, uh, does, do they have the finger on the button, per se? No. They don't.
5: Who's they? Uh, when you say, do they have the finger, who are you referring to?
1: Well, Iran, Iran in, mm. in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, are, are they a threat to America right now? As far as you say, yes, they kill, they, they, they give a lot of weapons. Well, so do the Russians. Okay, well, that's just that's just the way it goes. It sucks. But right now, we have a guy in North Korea who's willing to press the button, who says he can do it. And I don't know if it's true or not, but we know that he has nukes. Mm-hmm. So our attention should be more toward that guy than Iran.
5: Well, let me ask you this and then i got to go because we've got a minute left. I'm not sure why. I, I'm concerned about North Korea as well because what we've had here is just like the Democrats, you know, refused to see the threat of Iran. They refused to see the threat just like the Democrat in, in North Korea, just like the Democrats gave rise and, and empowered Iran and helped them get a nuclear program going. They did the same thing with North Korea and unfortunately President Trump has inherited that. But what I would say is, let me ask you this. Why do you not think that, uh, that an Iranian regime who chants every day that their goal is to wipe U- United States and Israel off the map and have actually funded efforts to kill Americans and Jews, why that's not as much of a threat as NOCO, who hasn't really been saying that?
1: They are a threat, but nuclear war is absolutely um, – it, it should not even be on the table right now. And Iran does not have the capability to do that. They want to. But right now, they
5: don't. Well, but you know what? I got to end it here. Thank you so much for calling in. Right now, they don't. But thanks to President Obama, they're kind of on their way, just like thanks to uh, Jimmy Carter and President Clinton, NOCO is on their way to that. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm glad that Eric called in because we're going to talk to an expert. I'm not an expert in foreign policy. But my next guest is it's Herb London, who's the president of the London Center for Policy Research, who's written a book, Leading from Behind the Obama Doctrine and the U.S. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss Herb London.
2: We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer, San Diego skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer, San Diego. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station?
7: That's easy. AM 1170, the answer.
2: On. Call me for a free consultation at 858 792 3444. That's 858 792 3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858 792 3444.
3: HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey,
4: Dave,
0: uh, you missed yesterday's meeting. Uh, You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait,
4: opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye...
1: I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you
4: finished the Q3 reports? Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month.
3: Touché. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs diego.com Local jobs that work.
2: We don't discriminate against
4: people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. AM
2: 1170, The Answer.
4: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The
5: Answer. Welcome back to the Andre Kay Show. So happy to have you guys here with me. And thank you, Eric, for that call before the break. We are talking about Iran, and I'm really glad that he called and posed the question and actually... Uh Basically, he posed the assertion that he thinks that we should be more concerned about North Korea. And I'm not an expert in foreign policy. I'm just I'm just a, I'm just, just a little Southern gal with a big mouth. But I'm glad that I've got my next guest with me. And by the way, if you do want to call in tonight, we'd love to have you. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Other ways to listen. Did y'all know we also have, there's some apps? You technology people out there who love it. We're also on um, the iHeart mobile app or on iHeart.com. So if you're an iHeart lover, check it out there. The KCBQ
3: KCBQ mobile app is the most used app I use. The very second closest Grubhub. Oh, okay. KCBQ.
5: (laughs) All right. Well, joining me now is an expert in foreign policy. It's Herb London. He's been on before. Hey, Herb, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well,
8: a pleasure to be with you. Happy New Year.
5: Happy New Year. Um, so we go into a new year, and um, the people of Iran are like, you know what? There's a new leader in America, and maybe it's time to make Iran great again. And so they they've taken to the streets and they're protesting. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a fabulous thing because I think that the previous leader of the free world let the Iranian people down in '09 as part of his strategic. Strategic plan. I opened the show talking about Dinesh, D'Souza, Dinesh D'Souza's movie where he said at the end of 2016, Barack Obama would leave America militarily and economically neutered, and he will have paved the way to have all of the Middle East under radical Islamic uh, control. And to me, that incl- it was very strategic and included enabling and empowering and funding Iran, including their nuke program. And that was one reason why he turned his back on the people in protest. And now they're back in the streets. Why should we care? Because my... Last caller said, Herb, he said that North Korea is a bigger threat. Why is this important to the American people?
8: Well, they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, keep in mind that there are people who are putting their lives on the line in Iran. and What they're saying is we can no longer tolerate a situation where there's both economic and political deprivation. I think the people of Iran are saying, you know, we are looking for support from the United States. But that's not critical. What is critical is that we are looking for regime change. We won't see the Ayatollah go. We want to see a different government. We want to see a, uh, <laughs> excuse me, an Iran that is clearly moving in a modern and liberalized direction. 1979 is over. The revolution is over. And whether this happens this year, whether it happens next year, this is the beginning of a revolution on the streets in Iran. And it has a profound effect on the Middle East. If you are looking at the kind of equilibrium that you would like to see in the Middle East, one way to do it is to see Iran fall. It is the Iranians that have been supporting Hezbollah. It is Mm -hmm. the Iranians that are supporting the Houthi in Yemen. It is the Iranians that have been worrying about the Syrians and Assad. And so if you see a different government, it is quite conceivable that you will have a kind of of moderation in that er area of the world that I think would have a profound effect on Middle East politics.
5: Well, let me ask you this: because uh, one of my dear friends today said, uh, you know, I posted that I considered them freedom fighters, that they were fighting for freedom. I didn't know exactly what version of freedom it was going to look like. He said, "Well, you know what? The Mullahs are never going to allow anything but a theocracy over there. So, when you talk about a new government, w- we realistically, what can we expect if well, there is all, some I mean, form of like revolution?
6: The Mullahs,
8: the Mullahs came into power in 1979. Mm-hmm. Most people in Iran are not supportive." You have minorities within Iran are not supportive of the government. The government rules because of a ruthless secret police. Mm -hmm. That secret police engages in activities like locking people up, throwing them in torture chambers, and of course killing people. Mm -hmm. There are at least 21 people that have been killed in the last week. Mm -hmm. There'll be more that are killed. Mm -hmm. There'll be more bloodshed. And there is no doubt that the people in Iran are putting themselves on the line. Mm -hmm. This is a do or die situation for them. Very what? different from anything that we've encountered.
5: Absolutely, and, and you know, and, and I actually know many people here. I live in a community in San Diego where I'm virtually surrounded by Persians who all came to this country after the Shah fell, and 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 when I was at very active in the Republican Party, and I it was my you know neighborhood that I would walk during election time. They're almost all Republicans, and they would all whisper to me, Psst. "You know, I you know I, I became a citizen and I voted for Reagan, and they all voted for Trump." And these are people that absolutely do support um, Western d- democracy. democracy. And so um, getting into some specifics, if you're just tuning in, by the way, this is the Andrew K. show, and I'm talking to Herb London about uh, the Iran protest and why this is significant to us. Now, I think it's really important to talk about what we should do. What can we do? Uh, Rabbi Shmuley, go ahead. I
8: was going to say, keep in mind that there's a good deal of criticism about Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. in large part because the Iranians had hoped that he would decertify the Iran deal. He did not do so. And so people on the streets are saying, is he reliable? Yes, he said all of the right things. The world is watching. We've got to see change. All the right things that have to be said. But at the same time, what is he prepared to do? Again, what the United States can do is very limited. We can, of course, restrict trade activity. Mm-hmm. We can freeze assets. There are things that we have assets that are available for us to move on. But at the same time, we're not sending in troops We don't have a CIA that could play a significant role. This is not the CIA of the 1950s. -hmm. And so it is a very different kind of organization today. So again, what the United States has in the way of a a kind of tools or instruments for dealing with this crisis in Iran is very limited.
5: (laughs) Well, let me give you some suggestions that Rabbi Shmuley uh, said in an article on Breitbart. Here's his list of some specific things that the U.S. Uh, should be doing: cut off inter- cut off Iran from the international banking system. He said the oh, oil. Yes, he said oil should be embargoed. Cancelled. The- I'm going to just read you off the list, and you can tell me where he's right or wrong. Cancel the sale of Boeing jets. Reopen the case against Hezbollah and their illegal operations. Take the U.S. forces in Syria, and now that ISIS has been you know, so much decapitated or decimated, if you will, uh, the U.S. forces in Syria and Iraq, and focus that attention on Iranian and Hezbollah fighters. What of that list do you agree with or not?
8: I agree with all of it. I mean, as I indicated to you before, we have economic tools, instruments at our disposal. Whether it's an embargo or even saying to the Europeans, you want to deal with Iran, that's fine. Then you don't deal with the United States. I mean, there are lots of things that we can do of that nature. But when it comes to military activity, it's very limited. And in large part because, as I've indicated to you before, there are very few ways in which the United States can use any kind of military intervention in Iran. We're not going to send in troops. We're not going to war. I think what the United States wants to do is to provide as much emotional support to the dissidents as possible and to say to them, we are with you. Yeah. Donald Trump, of course, as I indicated to you before, has a lot to answer for. The decertification of the Iran deal, which he said right during the course of the campaign was critical, he had not yeah. moved on. Yeah. And so there are lots of Iranians who are saying, can this man be trusted? I mean, the Iranians want to see that deal gone. And yeah. they're right, absolutely right. Yeah. Plus, the fact that well, he's been
5: violated by the Iranian government. Yeah, before we run out of time, um, was it Rex Tillerson? Why that hasn't been there was also a misunderstanding between he did something in October um, that people thought was a decertification, but it really wasn't. He didn't certify it, but he didn't he didn't undo it.
8: Well, he didn't decertify it. Right. I mean, the the fact is, whether it was Tillerson or Mattis, it's very difficult to say. But Mm -hmm. the fact is that within Iran itself, there's a good deal of cynicism about the administration. Now, it's true that he has many supporters, and this is a, a, a significant – I think there's a significant departure from the way in which the Obama administration reacted in 2009 when we turned our gaze away from Iran completely, saying that it was far more important for us to pursue the Iran deal. So, again, you know, there's no question that Trump is in a far better position than Obama. And as I indicated to you a moment ago, there's still a good deal of cynicism about the United States and what you can count on.
5: Yeah, well, I understand. Um, Two minutes left. Um, What are your thoughts about the firestorm that Trump started today with his tweets about uh, uh, we've given $33 billion to Pakistan. all We've gotten his lies and deceit. And then I think he also did um, another tweet about um, along those lines as well. I mean, what do you think about about that strategy there, threatening to withhold money from Pakistan as well as Palestine?
8: Look, I think that the president is moving in the right direction. I mean, keep in mind that for a considerable period, the Pakistanis have been playing both sides of the of the fence. On one side, they are perfectly willing to play with the radicals and do everything that they can to support them. Keep in mind that Obama, uh, that um, uh, the uh, our, our terrorist a friend who was ultimately killed was living in Pakistan, and the Pakistani government did nothing about it.
6: Mm-hmm. And
8: so, what you have here. Osama bin Laden is what I was about to say. if Osama bin Laden is living in Pakistan, the Pakistani government says nothing. And yeah. so when you look at the secret police in Pakistan, as I've indicated to you before, they want to play both sides. Mm. The United States is saying those days are over. We've yeah. given you $33 billion over the last eight years. That's enough. Mm. And I think he's right. And in the case of the Palestinians, what you have is a curious situation where the Palestinian government really doesn't exist. where they play ball with Hamas. Where Abu Abbas has been the president for the last 14 years, even though he was elected for a four-year term. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an absurd situation. Well, it's the whole so the situation.
5: I think he's acting appropriately. It, well, I think he is, and unfortunately, he has inherited. You know, you said he, these th- two things don't happen, and I can't remember exactly how you started. They're they're, sim- they're happening simultaneously. North Korea, Iran, all of this. He's inherited a mess around the world, and unfortunately, uh, military uh, given. <laughs> using the military is not really a good solution, if viable, even in a lot of circumstances. There's very little that he can do beyond economic sanctions in some ways. Well, look
8: The president has inherited an incredibly difficult situation, and in large part because you had Obama's withdrawal from world affairs. There's no such thing as a vacuum in nature and no such thing as a vacuum in international affairs. It will be filled and very often by bad actors. And that's what we saw during the Obama years, whether it was ISIS Whether it was the Chinese, whether it was the Russians, we found ourselves in a difficult position, in large part because of the void created by the Obama administration. Mm. Trump is trying to rectify that. It's not easy. And again, people overlook the fact that in the case of North Korea, administration after administration used this unfortunate metaphor of saying, kick the can down the road. Well, there is no can and there is no road. I mean, Trump has got to act. Here you have ICBMs that can reach the United States, including the East Coast. The United States is now facing a national security threat. The president can't overlook that. He can't move away from it. He can't simply say, I'm going to avert my gaze. This is a very, very different set of conditions.
5: Well, and I don't think that, you know, it's interesting because, you know, he you're describing him as though initially, you know, he said, I'm going to do some some things like decertifying the Iran deal, and then he didn't. So in, in some ways, some people could say that he's not being as tough as he promised to be. Meanwhile, you got people on the left saying, this guy shouldn't be trusted, you know, being near the nuclear codes, like he's some kind of crazy man that's going to take us into nuclear war at the, at the drop of a hat, which is absolutely, uh, whatever you think of Trump, he has not proven to be that kind of crazy warmonger. Uh, Not by any means. I'm hoping that behind the scenes, the great military minds that we have, like Mattis and others, are actually working, uh, using some military means, actually, to overthrow somehow uh, to deal with this. Because I don't believe economic sanctions are are enough in either of these situations. Final thoughts before we go. It's
8: very difficult to know what is enough.
5: Yeah it is. Herb London, I wish we had more time with you. We're going to have to have you back because this, no doubt, is going to be a Always continuing problem. Take care. Thank and you again, so much. The you for the new year. All right. All right. Well, welcome to California. I don't know if y'all saw the signs out there, but California is open for business if you want to come here and smoke pot and kill American citizens and come here illegally. Welcome to California. But what laws do you actually need to know if you're a citizen? Stay tuned because Tom DeBacaro is going to be here to answer that question when we come back to the Andrea K Show. And give us a call if you want to be a part of the 888 344 1170. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K. Show coming right back.
4: Want more? Andrea K.? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea
2: K. Spelled K A Y E.
7: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Donald Trump's first year in office delivered an array of important achievements. Confirmation of conservative judges, including Neil Gorsuch, more support for oil pipelines and oil drilling, dramatic progress against ISIS, deregulation, and enhanced border security, the end of meddlesome net neutrality, the recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, and most importantly, sweeping tax cuts and a new pro-business approach. What's striking about these accomplishments isn't how extraordinary they are, but how normal, how consistent with well-established Republican goals and values. It's easy to imagine. That much the same policies might have been pursued by President Trump's primary rivals, or by Mitt Romney, the last GOP nominee for that matter. The two initiatives that caused most substantial disagreement with many conventional conservatives, canceling the Trans Pacific Partnership and unilaterally leaving the Paris Accords, hardly defined his presidency or brought about the calamitous results that Trump's critics feared. At year's end, President Trump found historic success not as a radical outsider, but as a sensible, determined, mainstream Republican. I'm Michael Mitvit.
6: 1170 The
1: Answer San Diego
4: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170 The Answer
5: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show Hey, did you know all the different ways that you can listen to The Andrea K Show? Did you know that we also have an AM 1170 free mobile app? Yes, we do Download that Enjoy all the fun happening there and give us a call here at The Andrea K Show 888-344-1170 I tell you who's already on the phone on the AK Hotline. And it's none other than the most eligible bachelor in California, by the way. Uh-huh. Let people, let the record show that Tom Del Beccaro did not get married New Year's Eve. No, he did not, okay? So, and if I have my way, he will actually be on an episode of The Bachelor coming soon. All right. Joking aside, young man. Welcome okay. back to the show. Yeah. What well, do you mean you're I'll joking? You on, she just got uh, <laughs> Hey, I posted to you on Facebook. On I said you in messaging, I said I wanted you to be on the batch. Like, I don't want to kiss all those women. 10 minutes if you want to hold. Uh-huh.
6: On, well, don't you think that's kind that of gross the where they go on a show and within end? like. A couple uh, so months, 10, end, or 10 or fifteen different women.
5: Yeah, well, not yeah, even within a couple. You mean sense. within a couple of minutes? It's like the first minutes of the show. They're doing that. It's crazy. It's like I would, I would, I would have to be boiling my lips or soaking my lips in Clorox. There's absolutely no way I would do that. Okay, all joking aside, because you know what? Some of these new laws that are happening are not exactly funny. Okay, I, I while I, I I'm sure you saw the signs, like everybody did. Welcome to California. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Welcome. Uh, what is it? Ms. Thirteen. Welcome, all you illegals. Um, while that was funny. um, It's kind of not funny because the new laws, first and foremost, um, or so California is now a sanctuary state, a, right? Kind of yeah, that you know, it's 20. funny.
0: Okay, and uh, what was your that? Point?
6: If you think about it, that is almost well, passe at this point. You have these mind. other laws that came in online, and people are looking at them. People forget now. Okay, we're a statewide what sanctuary country? city, and. I, just I do, uh, I'm post sorry, post Sanctuary post. State. I do actually think that there will be limited change in that regard because, as a practical matter, they were already doing this. Well, yeah. So I don't really think uh, sure, yeah. uh, this will be a big difference, but it's, I'm not kidding. In yeah, I mean there's really no
5: change. Basically what it means is is if I stop somebody, they're not allowed to ask for their status or detain them unless they've been convicted, which is ridiculous because how do you know if somebody's been convicted or what their history is if you're not allowed to ask their status or get any or right. ask for papers right. which is stupid the other part of the law is that it prohibits landlords from reporting uh, that any uh, renters are illegal um, which is again how are they how are they getting how are they able to apply and get approved to rent an apartment if they're not proving who they are and have proper how can I go and rent well, an apartment also, without a driver's license
6: it takes away the rights of landlords yeah but, you know This is obviously a major social justice thing. You know, California has a perfect state of laws. I always say this. This We have a perfect state of laws, but not a good place to live for so many people. We have rampant poverty, and they're more interested in this issue than our education problems, our our poverty problems. One thing I want to note about the, the total fraud, which is the sanctuary state logic. They continue to say reflexively, this will make it safer because these people won't fear reporting crimes. Yet there's not a single study which establishes that. Not
5: one. They and the reason why, let me interject. Over and over. The reason why there's not a study to substantiate that is because it's stupid. Let's let's allow people <laughs> and encourage people to break the law to come here so that we can have illegals here to report other crimes. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. I mean, it's, it's stupid. But everything no, about...
6: But they say it. And they, the media, major media repeats it. At places like Chicago and Kate finally Prove It's False... But they continue to say it. it it's, it's more than a shame. Uh, it's a crime in and of itself, but we are now a sanctuary state. We, we have other major laws that affect crime coming on. Let's talk are about some local, other laws that
5: are important that, that people need to know about that maybe well, aren't getting as much attention.
6: Yeah, well, at politicalvanguard.com today, Katie Grimes goes into length the dangers of the new pot law. I mean, the numbers are staggering, and, and people just assume this is recreation. But in the places where it's, where it's been tried, Washington and uh, Colorado, which it doesn't really come out to that. L- listen to some of these stats. I was even blown away by that. In Colorado, the majority of DUI drug arrests involve marijuana. Youth consumption increased. 50% of Denver arrestees tested positive for marijuana. 50% Yeah. emergency room visits up 57% since 2011 mm-hmm. Hospitalization has increased 82% overall I'm sorry did I miss that we have empty jails so we have room for this or ER yeah well emergency
5: but 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 are... yeah but however but maybe you've forgotten maybe you've missed the fact that SB 65 makes it against the law to smoke potter and just pot while driving or riding in a car
6: Oh, okay. Right. It won't happen. Yeah.
5: Well. Well. Or well, you just can't do it while you're driving. So people can just pull over to the side of the road. But oh, by the way, you're you, we're and if in what's happening in Colorado as well, which days. I yeah, and I'm not sure if Katie Grimes mentions this in her article, and she's actually going to be on the Andre Kay show tomorrow night. But what has happened in Colorado is the amount of emergency room visits and children eating these edibles from brownies and cookies, etc., as well as pets and dogs. And you know what? In California, that's going to be considered an accident if uh, you know not a crime that should be considered a crime if you as a parent allow your or somehow are responsible for your child having to be taken in the emergency room because he injected a drug it's it's disgusting
6: if if it was if it if it was alcohol it would be if it was a gun for sure it would be right Ah, it's just edible so it won't
3: be
5: it's it's insane. And anybody who's not and everybody knows, I've got a national audience. They all know that what happens in California is the test case and it's what is planned for the rest of the country. So, you know, those welcome signs, hey, welcome all you illegals and MS thirteen and all this pot stuff, hey, it's it's coming to a town near you. Some other laws that are happening in effect. Well the business laws. Can I just mention a couple of business laws yes. this is a yeah.
6: big deal for California employers? It is illegal to use a form or to ask your, prote- your potential candidates for hiring, whether they've been convicted of a crime. This is wow. a standard form. I'm a small business attorney. If you are, can hear my voice, do not use last year's form, or you will get sued for discrimination. You can't ask. You can make them an offer, and then you can ask. Well, that's ludicrous. Somebody accepts the offer, and, that, and then you got to ask them. you got to ask, well, what's, what's your crime related to the job I want to
5: hire? It's a, it's a nightmare. Wow. It is a... It, Can you so do background so checks? Lawsuits. Excuse me, we're, we're running short what? on time, so I want to make sure. Can you run a background check? Because I used to work for major corporations. No. Okay, so, yeah. So what they used to do is they would make you the offer, and you'd be your first 90 days would be considered temporary while they were running the background check. So that's really what people are going to... That may
6: happen, but you can't do it. You can't you do You can't it ask
5: there. in an interview. That used to be standard on a job application. You also now can't ask about salary history or benefits, correct?
6: No. Correct. No. Hamstringing these people, once again, you wonder why jobs are leaving the state
5: well and then then we've got the new law we've got one minute left we've we've got um, an extension a, a couple of years ago the law was passed to raise the minimum wage on an incremental basis it's now going up to uh, to eleven dollars it was went up to 1050 in 2017 it's going to go up every year till 2020 it, unless Jer, Jerry Brown can halt it if there's job losses which has already happened we've already had yes
6: and, but they'll never admit to that they'll never do a study on it and by the way because of the the Republican tax bill, the economy in California is going to be boosted and they won't be able to tie it. We're paying more minimum wage. That's just the way it is. Wow. All right. Uh, well, well, here's my prediction you're going to have economic growth at the 5% level in the second and third quarter nationally. We're going to pick up six, five or six Senate seats and, and hold seats is not gaining in the House in the fall. There you go. All
5: right. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, I'm going to have to continue to have you back. Hopefully, you'll be a regular on my show because there's other things we didn't get into. I would love to hear
6: that even if I'm a bachelor.
5: (laughs) And yes, he is a bachelor. That's Tom Del Vanguard.com, an amazing site. PoliticalVanguard.com. PoliticalVanguard.com. Sorry about that, my friend. And uh, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Oh, But but, before we go to the break, uh, a couple more laws I want to make mention. Uh, No longer in California is there a high school exit exam. You don't even have to pass any test to prove that you deserve to graduate from college. But then you get some free college. Hey, how about this? Speaking of taxes, as Tom DeBacaro did, AB19, it's not free college, but it's the first step in free college for everybody. It waives the fee for first-time students who enroll full-time in California community colleges. Wow. We're such great news! Open the floodgates for illegals. Come in here, everybody gets to smoke pot. Minimum wage is going up. You don't even have to prove that you're smart enough or you've passed enough to get a get your high school diploma, but you get some free college paid for by who? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we're going go to go the phones before We go to the break. Welcome to the Andrew K Show, Joe.
6: Hello
5: yes hi hey joe welcome to the andrea k show oh good happy new year happy new year to you is this my favorite joe i think so i hope so (laughs) yeah as in as in joe and susan and the fur babies that's it you Uh, got it oh how are y'all doing up there it's free y'all are up in in uh, upper state new york right it's freezing up there right Upstate, it's like below one. We've been getting some below
6: zero weather here,
5: so we're trying to keep warm. All right. Well, how you keeping warm? How you keeping warm?
6: Well, we got the fur babies. (laughs) 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 We got a pellet stove. Uh, Yeah, we put the heat on. There you go. uh, And we cuddle, you know. Oh, there's
5: the right answer. I wanted to hear you cuddle. Well, that's yeah, well that's done, true. my friend. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, yeah, Joe I has been... Thing, can, I just, can I comment on one thing you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, sure. Real quick. These, these, these mayors and governors of these sanctuary states and cities, shouldn't they be arrested? Aren't they breaking federal laws? They are, Why but you know they what? Think- they should be arrested. I gotta leave it there to go to break. But you know what? Hillary Clinton's walking around free. She should be arrested too. Love you, Joe. Thanks for calling in. We're gonna take a quick break. More Andrea K-Show coming up.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And
2: follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444.
0: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers talking about their latest technology, yep. Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural-sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy. What a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Center's. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. We'll be right
6: continue to take Andrew Porter and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years.
1: Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro400.com or call 888 400 0435. 888
2: 400 0435.
1: AM 1170,
2: The Answer.
4: You're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170. The answer.
5: Welcome back to the Andrea K show. We are rolling along. I can't believe the hour's almost over. I'm so um, happy that you guys all joined me. Thanks to everybody out there watching on Facebook live. Thanks to all the callers. In fact, I've got a few backed up here, so I'm super excited to go to the phones. It looks like, oh, it looks like my buddy, Eric is on the line. Hey, Eric, welcome to the Andrea K show.
6: Andrew, I had to call you and congratulate you on going daily. I am so happy
0: for you.
5: Well, thank you. <laughs> and many of uh, the listeners, who longtime listeners of my show actually probably recognize that voice because Eric, I've been calling him producer Eric for years because Eric was one of my first buddies when my show first started on my old station years ago. And Eric's just been such a great friend of the show and just such a great conservative and patriot. So thanks to you, my friend. I appreciate it.
8: Oh, it's my pleasure.
5: All right. Have a great night, hun. All right, all right, and and uh, next we're going to go to CV Burton calling in. CV, you you calling in from Long Island, aren't you?
3: Yeah, and I'm outside, and I'm excited to congratulate you on your new show. Well, Unbelievable. Well, thank five you. Five days so, a
5: week. Five days a week, baby. That's five days of dynamite for people driving home. Now, it's, what are you doing out roaming around in the cold? Isn't it like because? Isn't it like I, 85 I below? Schedule. Aren't you aware that global warming has y'all freezing back there?
3: This is how much I love you because I cannot get a signal in my house because they make these phones to do everything, videos, recordings, internet, all that. But they don't design them to have a normal phone conversation. Well, especially so, if it know.
5: involves a conservative. That's that's part of the problem yeah. is they don't want you to be calling in no conservative shows, C V. Well we so are so run- it's like
3: one it's one degree out here, the moon is full.
5: And it's it's beautiful and
3: dangerous like you. Oh, thank
5: you so much. I'm going to leave that call there, CV. You call in any time, my friend.
3: All uh, right, thank
6: you. All
5: right, have a great night. Um, okay, looks like Mark is on the line. He wants to talk more about the sanctuary state. It's such a beautiful sanctuary here, Mark. Anything you want to add to the topic?
3: Yes, uh, the beautiful state of California just got a lot better with Andrea K five days a week. Ah.
5: <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's right. Five days. Five more days of dynamite. Days. You, and can't, you, can't get, you should be
3: seven. When is it going to seven? When That's is what it? I want to know. When are you thinking? There.
5: Oh, I. You know, seven days a week, baby. You know, you know the laws in California. They ain't gonna let anybody work seven days a week. You know, they, exactly. They, you do, before it, we know it, California's gonna be like Hawaii, and they're gonna pay people to, to stay at home. You're not. They're you're gonna tell you you're not even supposed to work. To work.
3: The big one—the rumble through the ground, the groundswell, the conservative movement in San Diego—yeah, great answer. Well, That's I said what it's about. That's the future. Uh, 2018, uh, America.
5: That's right. Hey, this wasn't Mark calling to talk about the sanctuary state. That's my buddy Julio. He's calling to talk about Trump. In one minute, baby, what did you want to say about Trump? You wanted to—you wanted to give like a report card of how he's doing?
3: Well, not really a report card. Listen, but in 2018, he needs to become more forceful. I'm sick and tired of wasting congressional time on nonsense like a health care subsidy bill for the health insurance uh, industry. Right. Trump has to go out and say, I'm going to go ahead and veto this garbage progressive crap that you're handing me unless you go ahead and produce what it was that the American people wanted last November when they voted me in. Yeah, and, you know, he needs to become a little bit more of a leader. And he's led. Don't get me wrong. He's led. But he's let Congress have too much free reign, and then he calls out kind of like a salesman for yeah. these terrible bills you know he he needs to really go out and be the trump the trump that he that he is when he's having his rallies and he's pushing everybody around, and he's the man and he's the alpha male, he needs to be that alpha male legislatively, and let these rhinos in Congress know that the game is over that's right if they don't produce this year we're g- we could very easily lose the senate make no mistake we can very very easily lose the senate
5: which is which to me was the game plan of the establishment in the first place that's why they dragged their they dragged their heels uh in the first year knowing it was going to put him into a midterm um so i i'm with you on that support on that advice to trump i only got two minutes left so i got to go to my last caller uh hey mark you there wanting to talk about sanctuary state we got two more minutes what's your what's your final thought
6: I want to know what you're going to do about Century State. What's your plans? Are going to continue? Are going to move, or are you going to? Are you, you going? Are you going to do it personally?
5: Personally, well, it depends on what ends up happening. You know, if we continue on this path, if we don't have any kind of Republican takeover, if we don't have a revolution here, if we continue to have open borders, which we have such a huge homeless problem here because they're opening up the floodgates to let people here who can't afford to live here. They're jacking businesses, and you know, I might end up having to leave my beloved state. I came here from Louisiana because I love California. I love the beaches here. I, you know, My heart's in two places, New Orleans and here. Um, but if I'm not going to be able to afford to stay here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave. And that might end up being what happens to turn this state around. There might have to be a mass exodus. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, I hate to leave, though, because I do love the beaches here. And somebody busted me for gloating about how great the weather is. But you know it is pretty spectacular here. And it's sad that the left has run this amazing state in the ground. But you know what? It ain't over till it's over. To oh, yeah, over. What's that? Yeah, it's, burned
6: Calif- it's burned out California. So it is. And Jerry Brown, you know, it, we had the biggest force... Forest fire in California. Yeah. And he put the fire skill before he before he even got contained. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing at why Oregon and Washington State too. The whole entire West Coast is
5: screwed. Exactly. Um, but you know, I am still a believer in the spirit of this country. I think that what President Trump has done to help turn this country around is gonna is gonna provide some economic help to the state of California. And I think that uh, the conservatives here and other people and including Democrats just might get fed up enough to take this state back. So we'll see. Hey Mark, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks to all the callers who called in on tonight's show. I'm going to be here every night from 6 to 7 p.m. taking your calls. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Stay friends with me on Facebook. Face, uh, Facebook, I keep the conversation rolling all throughout the week. So excited to be here. Dynamite on the drive home every night here from 6 to 7 p.m. on AM 1170. Uh, don't forget, we've also got all the other apps, ways for you to listen. We've got the AM 1170 app, we on iHeart. And I just thank you all for being here. And also... Always share with me whatever topics, suggestions, or ideas you have for the show. I love you all. Thanks so much for being here tonight. And I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m., live and local on AM 1170. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.